You're listening to a Mother Hustler podcast <laughs> with my mom, Kiara Solomon. Oh, mom, it's time. Come on. Thanks, boys. Mommy's got it. This episode of the Mother Hustler podcast is brought to you by Mother Hustler University, teaching you how to make more money than a mother. Are you a mompreneur or an aspiring mompreneur who wants to grow their side hustle or even your full-time business to make more money this year? If so, join Mother Hustler University. Classes are enrolling now. You can sign up at imamotherhustler.com. We're also currently seeking official Mother Hustler University ambassadors and instructors. So if you're interested in joining this elite community of boss, moms, and mompreneurs, go to imamotherhustler.com. Okay, we're recording. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Mother Hustler podcast. It's your host, Kiara Solomon, here with our wonderful co-host, Clancy Brown. Hi! Hey love, how you doing today? Doing pretty good, and yourself? Oh, you know, I'm hanging in there. It's it's (laughs) January 2019. Can you believe it already? I know, time is going by so fast. Wow, I can't, I can't. I really don't even understand it. I don't feel old, but I do. So today, on today's episode, I want to talk about uh, hiring systems. And I want to kind of explain what I mean by that, I guess. But let's just jump into the topic. It's really no way to explain it to you guys, except for explaining it. So when we first talked about this, we were talking about how people um, talk about, especially at the beginning of the year, they are thinking about getting help, like VAs, um, virtual assistants, and uh, just people to help them out in their businesses and in their lives. And that's only a great idea if you know what you're doing in your business. Right. Right. And so we, you know, at my position, my stance is that before you hire anybody to do anything in your business, you need to, your very first employees need to be your systems. And I say that because systems are absolutely employees, right? They're, they're definitely going to do work for you, right? They're going to move the work along and move the process along. Um, And my experience has come in this situation from being like the person who has hired someone without a system, also being hired by someone without a system, and then watching someone (laughs) hire someone without a system, right? So I kind of have a a 360 view of it. And um, that's why I think I can speak to this topic. And, and I don't want to walk you guys through the process of systems, but I really just want to discuss like why I think it's important and, um, you know, help you guys to frame your mindset around this. Okay. So, so the first thing that I think, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, why don't you first, um, talk from a business owner who hired someone without a system and then go into how it was as a person who was that person who was hired 
So I want to, okay, so that's cool. Um, so when I have brought people onto my team and I have not had systems ready to give them instructions, and if you've ever gotten a job, like, which I'm sure everybody who has, who's listening to this, you know, like when you go get a new job, they're going to train you on the stuff that you're supposed to be doing. So like, hey, here's the fry maker. And when we need to make new fries, you're going to rip this bag open here. You see it has a tear here tab and then you make sure that the oil says that it's at you know 425 degrees and then you're going to empty the entire bag into the bin and dip the bin in the oil and after the bell beeps in two minutes you'll pull the basket up and the fries will be done right to so, uh right so like that's a system that's a process what do we do when we need to make new fries so when i have been the the hiring on the hiring side and have brought people on it really kind of creates this sense of panic um in you as a business owner and then also you know that trickles down to whoever you have on your team um to be honest the biggest takeaway that i have is that you know that just presents me in a light that i'm not comfortable with being seen in as a business owner right i don't want to seem like I don't follow through. I don't want to seem like I don't know what I'm doing. And so if I hadn't taken the time to like write out the process and what the process looks like, then I can't hire somebody to do that thing yet. Um, and I think, you know, that that was a really great leadership experience for me because it really helped me to frame like, who do I want to be as a leader? You know what I mean? Who do I want to be as a boss? Who do I want to be as um, somebody who employs another person? Because really the onus and all of the responsibility lands on you as the employer, right? You set the tone for um, the work environment. You set the tone for the speed that the work, the work gets done. You set the tone for the quality of work. Um, and, you know, it is expected that by performing this work that you've hired me to do, you're going to continue to pay me to be able to perform these tasks. So I think that um, social media is such a good tool, but in a lot of ways, it really has a negative impact on us. And I think that we have seen people say, like, I hired this person or I have this person on my team. And so we start to feel the pressure of bringing other people on to help us manage the things that we have to do. But um, one of the things that really helped me to be comfortable with the decision to first hire systems before I brought anybody else on was um, I listened to another podcast um, and the host, her name is Amy Porterfield. She's a very, hugely popular um, podcaster and in all of her success and all of the money that she's, you know, been able to generate and all of the programs that she's launched, she still only has one virtual assistant. She's probably been in business for about, uh, I would say at least five to seven or more years. Um, but, and she, you know, according to the information that she shared, she's made well over a million dollars from her business and generates a significant amount of money every year. And she only has one virtual assistant to help her manage all of the things that she has to do. Huh. Do you think that she hires people or interns or maybe not interns, 
but she hires people to do certain things at certain times. Uh, like freelancers? I'm not sure. Yes. Um, I'm not sure, but in the com- in the episode where she specifically discussed like how she gets her work done, she said that she only has one other person on her team. Um, and so, you know, just that mindset that like, I, one of the things that I realized is that, you know, a lot of times we underestimate what we can get done right when we really knuckle down buckle down and and focus on getting some stuff done and it's a lot of distractions that come up it's a lot of things that like will pull at your attention but even myself this weekend I had such a hugely um, productive weekend because I buckled down I stayed in the house all weekend you know I I made sure I had my rations (laughs) set to the side and I went to work you know what I mean? And I just gave my work my undivided attention. So um, being able to do that, I think is going to really help you guys. And just understanding like you, you, if you feel like you need help, that may be true. But there's a lot of work that you can get done by yourself first. So I'm always of the mindset that like, I don't want to bring on anybody to help me until I'm at least 90% of the way clear on what the path is. Like I don't want to bring anybody else in on my confusion and my chaos while I'm trying to figure it out. And even though virtual assistants, especially ones that you may get from overseas are not really expensive, you know, you still have to consider that bringing in somebody who has a slight language barrier, a time zone difference, um, and still will need to be trained on who you are and to understand you and to understand your business and all that kind of stuff. Um, there, it's going to add to the chaos and confusion before it helps to clear it up, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And then on the other side, you know, you asked me like about the experience of being hired by somebody who doesn't have their their ducks in a row I really wanted to say doesn't have their shit together which is what I will say right is that it's crazy you know those are the people to be honest who give me the worst reviews they'll be like she didn't do nothing she wasn't able to help me and I mean like boo what did you expect me to do you know so hiring help does not solve your financial problem. And that's one of the things that I really, really want to make sure that I drive home. Hiring a virtual assistant is not going to all of a sudden make you profitable. Okay. Hiring a new web designer, hiring a new graphic designer, hiring a new, I don't know, any, any service that you feel like you may need to grow your business. That is not going to be the magic trick or the, the magic the magic formula that is going to suddenly make your business be profitable. The thing that's going to make your business be profitable is having a clear strategy for how to add these things to what you are already doing to make money. Because if you can't make money by yourself, and I don't know, everybody may not agree with this, but if you can't make money by yourself, then you probably are not going to be able to make money once you hire help. Okay. Like if you sell cakes for a living and you couldn't sell cakes before you hire somebody to come in and help you sell cakes, just because you got somebody to make more cakes. 
does not now mean that you're going to be able to sell more cakes. Right. Because all you have now are more cakes. Right. And it's the same thing with the virtual assistant. So you weren't really making any money before you had somebody to like create memes for you on social media. Like that stuff is not the stuff. It helps. It adds to your visibility, which is going to help you make money. But that is not the thing that's going to make you money. So I want you guys to stop thinking, and this was really something like, this was a big discovery for me as a business owner that, you know, I didn't need a new computer or a new camera. I didn't need a new cell phone or some new graphics. I didn't need, you know, a new program or course or training. I didn't, I didn't need to go out there and buy anything new to make me profitable. I had to figure out what I already had that I could use to make profitable. And then, like I said, go out and get all of those elements as I needed them, as, I, as they became attainable for me and add them to the strategy that I was already using to be profitable. They are not the ingredients to the cake. They are the icing, the sprinkles, the fruit topping, the candles on the cake. It's, if you don't if you don't got a cake before you go hire a VA, a VA is not gonna bake your cake. Please, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> okay, they're not. Now you can tell the VA, hey, spread this icing on the cake, and then you get you somebody else and say, hey, sprinkle these sprinkles on the cake. Hey, you know I like that lemon topping. Let's put that on top of the cake. That looks good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she had that. That's cool. But you need to already be profitable and already know what where you're trying to get to, right? In order to bring all those people people on board. So that's my position um, on hiring systems in 2019, guys. I want your systems to be your first employees. Okay. And maybe so we'll do... Go ahead. I got one question. If if I'm hiring systems as my first employee, how do I do that? Or yeah, I, well, do that. I do that. You That's do that. So we're not. So I do that. We're not going to talk about that on today's episode, the process of creating those systems. But what I do want to talk about on a subsequent episode is which systems should you identify like where that which system should you be hiring first you know what i mean like i think in every business there are like three to four areas that you need to rapidly create processes for so that you can um streamline your work and become more efficient and i kind of talked about this yesterday on a live broadcast that i did you know and for for a long time i was stuck in this dead zone in my business where whenever I got a new client or a new customer, I had to remember the process, right? I had to be like, okay, so now we gotta do what? Oh, send them this. Oh, where's that thing? Oh, oh, let's do this, right? And so what happened was, number one, everybody was not getting the exact same experience. Um, number two, we could not improve the customer experience, right? 
And then number three, I was spending a lot of time servicing every single customer that I didn't necessarily need to, to spend with them beyond getting the sale. Um, and so I knew that I needed some help, like we were just talking about. I knew I needed some help on um, kind of taking people once they signed up with us for whatever, kind of, you know, walking them along the customer process, but I couldn't hire anybody else to do it until I figured out what I wanted that process and what I wanted that experience to look like. And so, you know, once we created the process and the system, we really spent all of last year um, working to make it better, right? How do we improve the customer experience? How do we get people onboarded faster? How do we streamline this? How do we make sure that people don't feel like they didn't get everything they needed? How do we make sure that people don't feel like they're being lost or, you know, all of these different things that are coming up. And so it allowed me, now I'm not the person who's responsible for walking people through that initial experience with us. Um, but I am responsible for making it better. So when we get feedback like, hey, this is not, hey, I didn't like this part of the experience, then I'm like, <laughs> hmm, okay, how can we make this better, right? Because if she didn't like it, maybe everybody didn't like it and nobody said that to us. Um, and so I think that there are areas in every business that you need to focus on streamlining really as soon as you get in business so that you can more efficiently serve your customers um, and focus on the things that are super important instead of like trying to remember where you put a file. Um, and so I definitely want to talk about that in an upcoming episode. Let's write that down. <laughs> yeah. So just to be clear, if you do not have your systems, you are not hiring anyone but yourself till you get your systems put together. Absolutely. Okay. I Just don't think you should bring clear. anybody else on. Yeah. Don't bring anybody else into your chaos. Wait until you wait until you have it together and then or at least like I said, at least 90% of the way have it together and then bring other people into the mix. Okay? Absolutely. This was a great episode. It was a good episode. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. So if you have not already subscribed, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, um, and share us with your friends, okay? We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Goodbye.